The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to my show, The Power of Water, Environmental Changing, and Your Health. Learn to live with your earth. Take time and listen to the weather listen to uh, the music, and listen to life. The human mission on our planet Earth is a very exciting moment and mission. We humans have a great deal to do, generations to come. Today we're going to have some special guests, and I'll mention who they are before I go into why we are dedicating our life to Life on Earth to Save Lives in This Planet is Through the Water. We're going to have Dr. David Robinson. He's a personal trainer and lifestyle consultant, chiropractor, and author. He lives in Providence, Rhode Island. His book, Transforming the Body, Mind, and the Spirit, Without Going on a Diet, Learn to Live with Yourself. Our second guest today on the show is going to be uh, Craig Ackerman, uh, from the who's a superintendent at the Crater Lake National Park in Oregon, and Mar- Mike, Buc- I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I have Mike Bukatanica, who's the head scientist for Crater Lake Research and what they've been studying at the bottom of the, one of the most magnificent wonders of the world, Crater Lake in Oregon. You need to know that what is happening with the crisis on this globe and on Earth is a dehydration crisis. The rains come down, they pound into the ground, they fill the aquifers. Then all of a sudden, at the beginning of time, there was a puddle. There began a lake and a stream and rivers. They flowed to the lowest point and you had the ocean. Water Oceans are 97.5% of Earth. Only 2.5 is fresh water. And I've been learning in my research, uh, and I'm, by the way, I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center and studying life in water, exploring life in water for us to learn to live with it as humans and all life, that with fresh water is so important. Saline in the water, salt in the water leaves a crust. It's heavy. We must have fresh waters to drink and to live with. And we've learned that the orange juice has water, but I am learning in my research that there's not enough all water in the orange juice. It's orange juice, and it slows down absorption. Tea and coffee and other waters to drink with sugars and added carbohydrates and and calories and more slow down absorption. You need fresh water to drink, safe water. 
the world is made up of individuals who are trying every day to learn more, and then we have others who are vulnerable to not learning enough or think they know too much. Let's take time with our show each week and come into my classroom. We want to invite you to listen to our professional uh, guests that have been um, 134 shows later, guests from NASA and and U.S. Geological Survey and Nobel Prize winners and scientists from around the world in water and and health and nutrition and 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 people who headed Forest Service uh, our park systems um, people from all over that have been giving their time to teach us in our classroom a little bit about nature and life and your better health. So come and listen. We invite you, and this is the first show for 2010. And by the way, I am not going to say 2010. I'm going to say 2010 years. What excitement that you're living, 2010. So let's think it together, learn more about what the uh, primary life is and the world is your health. The crisis is lack of water. You're not drinking enough. The medications are there to supplement, but the water is your life. Well, listen to our sponsor first. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the only method of moisturizing your eye with just tissue culture grade of 100% water to supplement because the eyes are dry from birth. You open up the eyelid and the air is dry and the eyes become dry. When you have your complaints, that means they got too dry. Well, listen to Nature's Tears Eye Mist with Just a Mist, our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Robinson. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Robinson, are you with us? Yes, I am, Sharon. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I read a little bit about your background, and tell me a little bit about, in our audience, about who you are. And uh, how you, why are you de- dedicated to this today? Well, I started out as a chiropractor. That's my formal education. And 
several years into practice, went and got my certification as a personal trainer and as an exercise class instructor. Mm-hmm. And I still maintain the personal trainer certification today. Mm-hmm. And what prompted me into that was once getting out into practice, I saw the number of people who were truly unhealthy, overweight, and they didn't care about their own health. Mm-hmm. And that's a harsh thing to say, but that's what I found, and that's what prompted me to get into the fitness and exercise. Now, I'm wondering, you know, uh, uh, Doctor, I've been in, uh, Robinson, I've been in research for almost 30 years, and and I've had a research center, Biologic Aqua, for uh, soon it'll be in research for two decades. Um, I think that people think they might be uh, taking care of themselves okay, but they're really not. Uh, we almost have to get up in the morning and plant our feet on the ground and begin a day of thinking about who we are. Um, what did you learn when you're talking to people and trying to encourage their vulnerability to taking better care of themselves, the fact that they were not remembering who they really are? Did they almost forget the life they're leading? True. They were, most people had schedules that were absolutely overburdened, and they were too harried. And what I found is their priorities were askew. They were caught up in the everyday existence, forgetting that they needed to take care of themselves first if they were going to be, you know, healthy human beings. It's almost like they forgot to listen to the music of the earth, right? Correct, yes. Because, you know, we walk around, um, you know, doctor, I have this thing um, about the moment I've been studying, and I can hardly wait to have more time and time to dive in and study that baby from birth. The baby leaves the water, and it comes into the air. Now they're having a water birth, too. They're coming into the water, but they also end up in the air. And the skin gets dry and uh, in a trauma shock, and then the eyelid opens and life begins. And people are not realizing that from that moment on, there's a magic that began called slowing down the moisture loss. Then when they get older and they think they've learned something, we have so many communications tugging and pulling against us from birth today, whether the radio's going, the TV's going, families are having their lives around us, we're not liking to be left in our room, we're going to cry in the crib, and the family doesn't want you to cry. Uh, we're not learning how to live by ourselves without any communication around us. Do you think that has something to do? I liked what you said here, um, that um, stress, people... Most people live with stressful and unhealthy lifestyles, but you know what I'm thinking, what it might be, and we need to research more, is all the communications that are tugging against our our vibrations of our body and the satellites in the air and and not enough quiet time. Exactly. We are bombarded with communication at every step we take in this world, and we do need to step back and sit and be alone. We need to get in touch with that quiet, with that inner voice. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's that inner mind, that freedom. And you know, Doctor, that is the freedom. If you didn't have any other freedom in your life, your mind can think the way it wants if you wish for it to go that direction. In fact, you had a saying here, I love this, and I can't pronounce the doctor on this one. It says, if you correct your mind, the rest of your life will fall into place. Yes. That individual, what is that? How do you pr- pronounce the individual who said that? Lao Tzu. Yes, Lao Tzu. Right. Yeah, that to me, I'm going to say it again. If you correct your mind, and that means maybe discipline, work with it, 
the rest of your life will fall into place. In other words, that's the freedom you have, and nobody can take it away. It's an absolute choice that everyone has. It is beginning to be the only choice we have left. It is. Tell us about what you do with your when someone comes to visit with you as a client, and uh, they've walked in, and uh, whatever who, whatever reason they came, uh, what is one of the first things you do to inter- let's say you interview them and get to know them? What do you ask them? Well, the first thing we'll do is go through a health history, and in in the health history are questions which gives me an idea from their answers where their head is at concerning health their bodies, their minds, and the way they think. Mm-hmm. And from that, I'll tailor make an exercise program or a health care program if it's chiropractic, depending on where they are. And mm-hmm. I know from that health history what work I have to do in changing their mind mm-hmm. so that they begin to think differently and they begin to think about themselves from the inside What you're thinking out. is uh, to change the attitude. Exactly. In other words, let's get our attitude thinking uh, in our mind, that beautiful freedom that we have that nobody can take away is the mind and the directions we think we want to go. And even though they seem so far away, enjoy that as a hobby. Exactly. It's like, you know what, Doctor, I've often thought, too, it's kind of like molding um, pottery. And you know how they put a, a pottery on that spin wheel and it molds and your hands go and they mold so slowly and it forms is it time that we all started wanting to think about that in our life and take the time, like you just said, listen to what you have to say, doctor, and change, get the attitude forming a mold? Yes, it is. It's absolutely. We, we live a life that is outward bound, I like to say, when in, in truth there's an acronym called ADIO, A-D-I-O, which means above, down, inside out. And that's how we should leave, live our lives. Say that again. I like to repeat things. How how do you... It's ADIO, A-D-I-O. And what is that description? Above, down, inside out. Above, down, inside inside out, out. ADIO. ADIO. That's how we should live our lives. You know, so as you think, your body manifests. Mm -hmm. You think it is an energy, it goes into the body, and sooner than later, the body will manifest as you think, whether that's negative or positive. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, what, let's, let's have some fun with it. I like that. Uh, let's say I do that. How would I know whether my body, what's the signal that my body, would, uh, whether I like it or not? Well, basically, to be general, any illness, it's not just physical. It's also emotional, mm-hmm. and to some extent it's spiritual. Can it be a little psychic? Let's use the word spiritually, a psychic understanding. Absolutely, yes. Of, uh, maybe I think I think, or maybe I have an. Uh, maybe I think I feel this, or it, 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 should we start thinking? I do feel this. <laughs> right. But let's use the flu. Recently, we've been bombarded on the TV, oh. and, and that sets up a fear paradigm. <laughs> oh, we didn't want to call it swine. We didn't want to call it regular flu. We were going to call it H1N1. N1, right. But that sets up a fear pattern, and people begin to worry. And that worry and that constant in the back of your mind about the flu, and lo and behold, it's almost like a magnet. Yeah, we're back to that attitude again. Yes. Instead of thinking, I'm healthy, I was born healthy, I have no time for illness, that paradigm doesn't exist for me, I'm going to continue on being healthy. And yet you just said something, um, I don't have time to be sick, so I'm going to work a little harder every day to eat right, sleep right, drink plenty of water. 
because uh, water is a solvent. Yes. Uh, and a detoxifier. And I'm going to think about what might be happening out there in the world that I've had a little warning sign, but I'm maybe put a little more effort than I might sometimes to right. be aware, but don't be worried at, about it if you're, if you're really taking time to get to know who you are. Exactly. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. about water, and it's, it's funny that more than 80% of the body is made up of water. Yeah, the brain. And it isn't, it's absolutely essential for the body, and there isn't a single process in the body that doesn't require it or the elements made up of water. Now, you know, um, Doctor, I have to say something where I come from with it. Now, I have a, people in the world, not many, but there are a few, who say, well, if you have growing shoes, that's water. If you have those sports drinks, that's water. Coffee, tea is water. You know, doctor, I say, no, 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 no. You need eight pure 100% water glasses a day. You are correct. Yeah. The elements in many of those drinks are actually a dehydrating factor. They are, de- oh, by the way. Uh, something I know, learned when I was studying the human skin organ and I came over and studied for ophthalmology research um, globally the eye organ and, and I started studying that, oh my gosh, uh, anything time you add an extra added weight to the water, that slows down absorption. Right. And the body has to digest that, whether it's on the top of the body or inside the body. That's and correct. that 100% water, you know, I wanted to bring up something to you, too, because you care about this planet and Earth. And the, the Mara River over in Kenya, you know, we can talk about dehydration of our human lives and all, but the greatest migration and epic of the, of the world is over in Kenya, uh, the greatest natural species of the globe with all these animals, the zebras, the lions, the tigers, the elephants, and more. And there, the water, the Mara River, is depleting down to almost nothing. Now, can you imagine, and I'm going to take this on, doctor, and if you want to join me, the rest of the world join me, I believe that human life has to have hydration. And if one human life has died because of severe dehydration, it's kind of like what happened over in Iraq, and a lot of people didn't know this, but in 1993 when some of the allied some allied forces left in those era uh Saddam Hussein got very angry with some of the people who in some parts of his country uh supported the allied forces right. so he went over to the wetlands and he took bulldozers and got rid of those the water the water the, sources yeah. yes he did the people died slowly and you can imagine without the water how their pets their lives diminished without the water well, now we've got the great migration over in Kenya that's talked about if they don't have enough, that river keeps depleting, that greatest migration of animals on the face of the earth that are in this conservatory are depleting, and if there's not enough, they will deplete if there's not enough water. Can you imagine what that will do to our ecosystem? Can you imagine by taking one human being, the human mission on this earth, and not giving it enough water, pure water, doctor, and what's going to happen with that effect from one human being to the great migration to the wetlands? People have to realize that we, this is a very important, this is a crisis that we need to overcome, an obstacle we need to overcome and study. It is. Most people in their heads, when they, when they hear you speaking, I'm sure they think, dry up when they think water is gone, but it isn't that at all. It's no. When enough water reaches 
a critical level of loss that we will have a catastrophic result. Exactly. That, that the, the ramifications will be global. There's a human there's a human mission going on here, Doctor, that all of us and yourself and what you're doing. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and we're going to come back, and I want you to tell me how you educate your uh, clients to think about what's best for their health. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the only method of moisturizing your eye with just tissue culture grade of water, no added ingredients, no preservatives, just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Robinson. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Robinson, how do you uh, teach, I'll call it your particular classroom when you have a client in front of you, to change their attitude and think more about? their own particular uh, life to lead uh, to be a healthier um, and peace of mind? Well, the first thing is to give them credit that they have had exposure to most of the information I'm going to tell them, and I'm simply there to reinforce it. Most people will know about eating properly and exercise. Mm -hmm. And since we're focusing on water, I always recommend a bare minimum of 12 ounces every two to three hours, starting Mm -hmm. 30 minutes from once you get up. Mm-hmm. And I'll go Good into the detoxification aspects of water. Good for in you. That respect. Okay. A lot of people still have problems with an aspect that's in my book called meditation, mm-hmm. and that is so essential: connecting with the inner self, feeling a greater connection to the world around them. Now, meditating—you could almost meditate walking through a store. You don't have to just do the, the, the typical uh, picture that people vision. I yeah. have to sit down and close my eyes and cross my legs. Right. It's Lotus your mind. Position. It's how you think about um, the spiritual or your inner peace uh, of how you want to think about being peaceful and, and, um, and the r- rhythm of the music, I'll say. Right. That, that's what the word even scares people because they do have that picture of the guru in the lotus position singing Om. 50 times. Yeah, they think that's the only way. It's not. No, it isn't. You can meditate. The only thing I make sure I tell people is don't meditate while they're operating a vehicle or some piece of equipment (laughs) for obvious reasons. And next time we know, they'll discontinue our (laughs) meditation. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry. Go. It, I, I do is. believe in some of the things they're discontinuing, doctor, on the driving the car, because uh, through the years I've often wondered um, how they even allowed people. I mean, it's just terrible to say allow, because I think there's so many laws already, but uh, smoking a cigarette yeah. that through the years. But anyway, I'm sorry to change the subject real quickly, but yes, you're right. Don't do it while you're driving the car. <laughs> exactly. It's, we, we laugh at it, but uh, I know. it's human nature. It's human nature. <laughs> right. But, we, but we also, I also go into the aspect of through a self-evaluation what their life is like in general, mm-hmm. and it includes work, mm-hmm. home life, and it gives them an idea. It's done by numbers, and it gives them an idea on a scale of one to tell just how stressful and just how healthy or unhealthy mm-hmm. their life is in general. And once they see that scale and where they are on it, mm-hmm. it's an eye-opener for most people. Yeah, It makes them think and step back and say, I thought I was healthy. But from taking the self-evaluation and looking where I am on your scale, I've got some work to do. What about sleep? I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but... No, sleep is in the good night's rest. Yeah, sleep is in the book too, and that's also an aspect that is missed by many self-help books. And bare minimum of sleep per night is six hours, and the recommended Mm -hmm. seven to eight, which researchers Mm -hmm. are finding, are is an absolute necessity these days with all the stress people are under. Yeah, in fact, uh, we've had people on the show talking about uh, um, specialize in sleep and rest, and people have said they've said too. We've all said in research. If you have a hard time uh, gearing down the gear shift to go to sleep, think about some tricks for yourself to gear down before you go to bed. Yeah. One of those tricks that the clients have come back to me and said helps is meditation. When they mm-hmm. do it on a regular basis, they mm-hmm. find they sleep easier, they get to sleep quicker, and they mm-hmm. sleep more soundly. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's say for fun, I agree with this, and... Uh, how would you suggest somebody, let's say a, ver- a person who's so wound up, what would you do to suggest a meditation? What is a meditation? Listening to a song, uh, uh, re- uh, uh, closing their eyes and sitting still? How, what would you suggest that a person does to meditate? I'll give you an example of a client. Obviously, I won't name him. He was a businessman, traveled all over the country. He was wound tight, as they say. Mm-hmm. But he did have one thing he liked to do, and that was walk around and look at the different architecture in the old antique homes in many of the communities in which he had to visit. Mm-hmm. I suggested he do that more often. Mm-hmm. He didn't take his notebook. He didn't do it in his business suit that he put on comfortable clothes. He drank a lot of water before he did it and just noticed the architecture and forget everything else. And breathe in and breathe out. Exactly. And in- include breathing exercises. Exactly. And in fact, I'm glad we brought it up. Um, even if a person, before they go to bed, uh, turn off the TV, go to a room if you want to get away from anybody else, even if it's in your bathroom, and sit down and just close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, and then brush, and then do a little bit of uh, gearing down, and then brush your teeth and take, go on from there with your glass of water and more. Right. It is tough. Um, you know, doctor, have you ever had a young child come in to you? Yes, I have. Our children are wound up. It is unfortunate, and that is true. They are. They call it now hyperactivity or attention deficit and I'm not disorder. Gonna, you know, uh, um, and then I'm worried about the darn games on, t- on the uh, computer. That's adding to the issue and problem. You know, I, t- I know some people say, well, I would just assume them being on a game on the computer than being watching TV is or watching another movie. <laughs> and you know what? I... 
um, I, I, help me with this one. What do you think? I, well, why TV? Why a game? What happened to books? What happened to playing outside with friends? Yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, if our children are wound up tight and under stress, we've got ourselves to blame because, as you said, it is the video games and the television and an excessive amount of both that is lending to that stress. Well, I'm going to make a statement today, and um, my research is showing something. I have a theory. Those video games and all that computer activity is going to harm the health of millions of people. And they're not using their own talent, their own creativity. They're becoming robots to the equipment. I concur. Absolutely. And when they get that tense, and it creates, um, I believe, and research will prove more, but uh, do you remember when I said when, two, when a person is born, you enter in the air you breathe, no two eyes are alike, no yes. two complexions of skin alike, no two fingerprints, and more. No two people react to that equipment the same. It's true. We're all individual in our reactions. Are, tension in the back, tension in the shoulders, tension in the back of the back and the waist and the hips, the thighs and the arms, down to the fingertips, and the eyes are watching artificial light. You know, that's one of the things I also use not only with this businessman I mentioned, but many clients, is take at least one hour a day or more and put down all electronics and shut them off, cell phones to TVs to video games. Yeah. R- rid yourselves yeah. of them for at least 60 minutes a day. Yeah. And those people who have done it have noticed a change in their stress levels decrease. And their anxiety. Yes. Yeah, let's use anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and then that new baby, can you imagine? To me, um, I, I, re- I, I say this, and also, this is a fact of my life, but there's no imperfect baby or child. No. And they're perfect. And yet our environmental conditions at home from birth, what are we doing to our children? And then they wonder what happened to with the anxiety and all these uh, initials they're calling all these whatever it is but calling it by initials they don't even say it by out loud they go by initials now when people come to you with a child how do you deal because you obviously you're getting children maybe chiropractors are getting more children than ever in history I'm sure they are at this time in our lives. We well, I I can't speak for another uh, another chiropractor, but I will do as I've just mentioned. Tell them to get the child off, wean them off, because to take them off the electronics completely, in a, you know, with cut and dry, it will be a trauma unto itself. Mm-hmm. Wean them off, get them into physical activities, mm-hmm. and it, it's funny because many parents will look at me as if I have three heads. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when they do it. The child responds. Mm-hmm. If there are behavioral issues, mm-hmm. they dissipate. If there are anxiety issues, they dissipate. Mm-hmm. You know, one time many years ago, I had my granddaughter um, staying with me for a while, and and there was a program on. It was like, um, um, oh gosh, I, it was a, it was called Buffy the something, and I forget what it was. And they had just had on the news that children who do love to watch that. Um, person that had all these personalities and monstrous uh, sides of their personality, but they were fun and they were all fictions, you know, like the witch, you know, the bewitched, you know, fiction. And that, but they found that some children were responding to their personalities with it, 
And I will tell you, Doctor, I believe that what's going to happen here is all the life that we have here that are so into the computer, they don't want to be off the computer. They have to be on the computer. Their personalities are they are going to forget they had one. Yeah, as the, I forget if it was in Aldous Huxley's book, uh, Brave New World, or another book, they labeled it automatons. Uh, automatons? Yes, that's what we may turn into. What is an automaton? It's basically a robot, robot-like human. We forget our personalities exist. They forget Fo- their personality exists. Right. We're focused on an electronic gizmo, as I like to call them, and interacting with a gizmo versus another human being. You know, we've, back to what you have given your life to doing and uh, understanding that when a person comes to you and you're saying to them, think about your outlook, your attitude, what, what's your anxiety to release the stress, don't feel guilty, enjoy who you are and where you come from, learn your own strengths and your weaknesses. Um, when you t- tell somebody, let's talk about nutrition real quick, because nutrition, sleep, drinking water, water is nutrition, yes. but they forget that. By the way, I need to tell you, um, I was talking to someone this day, and I said, did you know the national nutrition chart in the United States of America does not have one glass of water on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is laughable. <laughs> and the person was in another country. I was talking to another country, uh, to a scientist, and they said, oh, we don't even have a nutrition chart, so I guess America has something to start with. <laughs> <laughs> but mm. back to no, not one glass of water. So the, there, there we are. There's our problem, number one there. <laughs> yeah. All these brilliance. But back to uh, nutrition. How? What would you say to your clients, what are the better things to eat to feel good and not so much sugar? Well, it's rather easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. If it's in its natural packaging, as you find in the fruits and vegetables, in the fruits and vegetables aisle, it's good for you. And to some extent, that can be tweaked as frozen vegetables are okay. And if it comes strictly in a package as crackers and cookies, stay away from it. Another thing I will tell people is have a white sale. If it's white flour, sugar, et cetera, it sails out the window. Uh-huh. Get rid of it. Uh-huh. And we also come back to the water issue. And most people find they are severely low in their water intake. Uh-huh. You know, it's Processed foods play, it, they're almost staples at this point. Uh-huh. If we tell a person meat and potatoes, they'll go to a deli case and pull, pull out <laughs> a packaged sliced of meat yeah. and, and a package of potatoes off yeah. of the dry goods shelf. Yeah. We've lost what do you our think about pasta? Have you learned uh, about pasta? Uh, pasta became uh, very much a part of our lives. Do you, do you go for the wheat pasta? Whole grain pasta. Whole grain pasta. Unless you're doing uh, marathon running or triathletes, uh, mm-hmm. the intake doesn't need to be that great in the course mm-hmm. of a, a month even, never mind a week. Now, if you're a runner, I know years and years ago I was studying nutrition and athletes and protein at the beginning of the week, carbohydrate at the end of the week. Um, You just mentioned something. I suppose if a person does have a a white pasta, drinking a lot of water and and some exercise afterwards. Also, I've often wondered, and what do you think, um, Let's say we splurge. Let's say we're out and running around and we had something to eat that we didn't want to eat in two days or three days in a row. 
what would you suggest a person has something that isn't so healthy? What would they eat the following day to balance that out? Have you ever thought about that? Uh, yes, and I have an answer you would love, and you probably know the answer to it. <laughs> okay, go. I tell them to take the first 12 hours of the next day and drink 16 ounces of water okay, every there you two go. hours with a fresh slice of lemon or a fresh slice of orange in it. You and I are on the same page. We've only got a minute left, but you won't know this. I've said to everybody, when you get up in the morning and you think you might forget, put in a jug of water, a lime, a lemon, and an orange uh, pieces and let it soak all day long. And I keep right in front of me as I'm talking to you, I have a lemon and a lime slice in my glass. And I use it all day long. Just keep pouring it in there. You're right. Yes. Tastes good, smells good, and it's better than anything. It's we only have a minute left. Uh, tell us about your website. It is www.drdavidrobinson4, the number 4, health.com. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you've uh, written some books. Yes, that's Transforming Body, Mind, and Spirit, the Non-Diet Way to Live Fit, Trim, Healthy for Life. That is available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble or independent bookstores. All right. Well, thank you. I enjoyed uh, spending some time with you. I wish you, you well. Thank you, Sharon. And uh, we're, we lift our glass of water to the toast of 2010. Thanks. I wish you a happy new year, and uh, I hope to have you on again. If you ever have a subject matter you'd like to discuss, call us, and we'll let's tell our audience, uh, we'll, we'll educate our audience with some other uh, topics. Very good. You have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I think you could have learned something today in this classroom, in this laboratory. Uh, I have, and I think Dr. Robinson is very true, it's very right. And all the doctors I've ever had on have said that have been practicing and very experienced for a long time, scientists, water is the issue, is the key to all life. The planet, Earth must have it, fresh water, not just the sea water, but in fresh water for life on Earth. Let's have a human mission together with this universal crisis of dehydration. We can solve it together, and we will for generations to come. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the natural method of moisturizing a dry eye. Eyes are dry from birth because the air is not giving you enough moisture, and you want to do it naturally. We'll listen to Nature's Tears Eye Mist with just a mist, and we'll be right back with Craig Ackerman and his guest, who's a scientist at Crater Lake National Park. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk.
listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Craig, are you with us? Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for joining us, and I hear you have a guest. Well, he's uh, not so much a guest as a partner in managing the park. Mark Bucktenica is our senior aquatic biologist. He has a tremendous amount of experience in the lake uh, as far as research and history goes. So Sounds like it. Now, is he on the phone, too? Yeah, good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Craig. How are you this morning? Mark? I'm doing fine, thank you. Okay, well, um, uh, Craig is, uh, our audience is, I need to tell them that Craig is the um, park superintendent. And it's, uh, of, uh, Crater Lake is one of the crown jewels of the national park system, but I'm going to say, Craig and Mark, it is the crown jewel. Well, thank I, you. You know, I'm uh, and um, Mark the uh, Botanica is the head scientist for the park and, and research. And I'm going to tell the audience around the world that if you go to your website and look up Crater Lake. Institute.com and look up the Crater Lake in Oregon, you will never believe. You'll think that the color of the lake in the picture is just a color. You come to the lake and you will feel, you will never believe the color. It is absolutely magnificent, Earth's nature's wonder. So that's why I say it is the jewel. Well, um, that's, that's an interesting anecdote uh, because. Back in the early 1920s and 30s, when Kodak used to process photographs for visitors, they would often uh-huh. send them back and offer a refund because they had gotten the color inaccurate and that they, <laughs> they believed nothing could be that blue. Oh, that's a good story, Craig. I like that story. Uh, now, tell us a little bit about the Crater Lake National Park, and then we'll talk to Mark about uh, what they've been studying in the water there. Well, Crater Lake, as you said, we consider it certainly as one of the the crown jewels of the national park system. Mm -hmm. It is one of the earliest national parks. It was the sixth national park that was created in the national park system back in 1902. Uh, And as such, it is recognized as as one of the foundations of the park system. And we get visitors from all over the world. We get about 500,000 visitors a year. And you have a junior uh, ranger parks um, program? Oh, absolutely. How many of the junior rangers do you think you sign up a year? You know, I don't have the exact number, but it it certainly uh, is in the hundreds and maybe uh, over a 1,000. It just depends on the number of visitors that we get. We would get a lot more visitors if we didn't have quite so much snow. No. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because your your park system is uh, shut down because of snow. What what month is it shut down and what month is it open? The park is open 12 months out of the year. And we keep our road crews and the giant equipment that they have busy uh, pretty much around the clock in okay. the wintertime because we average 550 inches of snowfall. Now, because of all that snow around there, is there a ski slope someplace that people come and publicly ski? We do not have any ski slopes that okay. have uh, lifts, but cross-country skiing and snowshoeing is extremely yeah. popular. Snow, snow, oh, yeah, yes. And we do have groom trails uh, that come Now, the lodge, the when does the lodge open? The lodge is only open in the summertime because okay. right now uh, it's four stories tall, and it can, in February and March, be covered completely in snow. Oh, wow. It's very difficult to operate under those conditions. Sure. But it generally yeah. opens about the middle of May. Where would be the closest place to stay? Let's say people would want to come and, and visit the park system. It's a beautiful cr- wintertime. 
Is there a place that's close enough to stay overnight? Absolutely. Diamond Lake Resort, which is a a concession resort operation just outside the park in uh, the Mm -hmm. National Forest, is available. And then there are a variety of places available just outside the park. Now, you've got Union Creek, uh, uh, which is where the headwater creeks of the Rogue River uh, Union Creek has some cabins too, doesn't it? They do. And of course, then Klamath Falls is just about an hour away. That's right. Klamath Falls is close. And then you've got Medford, Oregon, which is not too far away in Grants Pass, Oregon. Medford is, is about an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Away. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and the roads, as I said, city. the roads are very well maintained in the park in the wintertime, mm-hmm. and we get quite a few people up here, mm-hmm. especially we get a lot of large groups coming in for our very popular uh, snowshoe hikes that we have, which are free to okay. the public. Okay. That would be a great junior ranger snowshoe hiking. Wouldn't that be fun? Absolutely. Oh. You, you oh. get out and get to experience a winter firsthand. Now, uh, before I go on to Mark, uh, the animals that people, what do you have up there in the wintertime that would be visible with animals? Do you have any? Any elk? Or? I don't know if we lost Mark, but... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask Craig first. Uh, yeah. Craig, do you have any animals up there like elk and deer and any visible animals that people would see roaming around in the snow? Um, I'll, I'll take that for Craig. Okay. Uh, most of the large mammals either hibernate or move outside of the park when the, when the okay. snow has come. But you can uh, see some small mammals, including um, pine martens. Oh, okay. And then uh, then a few birds remain year-round, like the Clark's Nutcracker, which is quite a character, oh. and the jay, uh, gray jay uh-huh. um, that, uh, that tend to follow visitors around the rim. Uh-huh. Well, now, you, uh, Mark, you're the scientist in charge of, uh, involved in research at the lake, the water. Tell us about the depth of the water first. How deep is the... And first of all, well, let's start out with the fact it was a volcano. Okay. And uh, tell, uh, describe to our audience around the world, what is, the, uh, ca- what is a, a crater lake? Okay. Well, Crater Lake formed um, with the climatic eruption of Mount Mazama. Mount Mazama once stood about twelve to 14,000 feet in elevation, mm-hmm. looking a lot like the other uh, large cascade uh, volcanoes in the chain. Mm-hmm. Um, and about 7,700 years ago, it experienced a climatic eruption that that emptied the insides of the mountain, uh, just a tremendous explosion, uh, emptied so much material that the mountain couldn't support itself any longer. And during this eruption, which lasted probably uh, on the order of three days, the top of the mountain ended up collapsing in on itself, mm-hmm. leaving a huge hole about um, about six miles across. From mm-hmm. the, at the rim and about 4,000 feet deep. Mm-hmm. And then in the next 300 to 400 years, the, that hole, or caldera, it's uh, uh, filled about halfway full of water, forming Crater Lake, much as we see it today, with a, a maximum depth of 1,943 feet, making it the deepest lake in the United States. It is the deepest lake in the United yeah. States. What's the second, uh, what is the other lake around the world that they could compare the depth? Well, the next deepest lake in the United States is Lake Tahoe. Many people are familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Great Slave Lake in, uh, in Canada. Um, and then, of course, the deepest lake in the world is Lake Baikal mm-hmm. in Siberia, which is over a mile deep. Okay. Now, what was the influence of the water that came into Crater Lake? Uh, where did that? Because obviously, it came from the bottom up. What was the What was the name of that influence? 
Well, the most of the water uh, that forms Crater Lake has arrived in the form of snow uh, or rain, either falling directly on the surface of the mm-hmm. lake or in, mm-hmm. or on the walls of the caldera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, what you might be referring to is there there are some hydrothermal springs on the bottom of the lake. Okay, that's what I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the origin of that water, we believe, is lake water mm-hmm. that has seeped down through the fragmented uh, basement of the lake. Mm-hmm. And as it approaches the the magma chamber that, that undoubtedly still exists down there, the water is heated, and then it's uh, it's turned back around because of the heat it rises and uh, re-enters the lake. Mm-hmm. So it's kind now of let's a, start with that one so people can vision it. So there's a thermal uh, heat, uh, hot water below there? Yeah, there's a, there's a hot uh, magma source. It is still a, um, a volcano. Uh, uh-huh. a, um, it's considered dormant or sleeping. Uh-huh. Um, so there is, uh, there is heat in the rocks. So as the water seeps okay. down through those rocks, it gets okay. heated, and then the heat causes it to rise. Now, is it a type of rock where the water will absorb into the rock? Yeah, the water the water will absorb into the rock, and uh, vice vice versa. The minerals okay. from the rock are absorbed into the hot water, and uh, and they make Crater Lake just slightly more mineral rich than. Is that than what the maybe the influence of the color is? The color is largely a, an effect of of just the the purity of Crater Lake, the purity of the water. Well, that, tell us um, about what you've been learning, some of the late research that you've been learning in the last years that the world would like to hear. Okay. Well, we have our we have a long-term monitoring program that's been going on for about 25 years now, and it, it's twofold. Uh, one, one part of the program is just monitoring a lot of the lake characteristics, the chemistry, mm-hmm. the biology, the physics, Mm-hmm. including plant and animal plankton, fish mm-hmm. communities, mm-hmm. Um, chemistry, temperature, optical properties, including clarity, mm-hmm. um, lake mixing, and um, and how all of those things are influenced by climate. Mm-hmm. And then we have special studies, and, and many of those, you know, I, I, I could go on and on about many mm-hmm. of those different uh, mm-hmm. parts well, of the long-term us, monitoring. We have about three minutes left. What oh, my gosh. We, I know. Um, nope. What, what would we uh, throughout the world think about on uh, World Talk Radio uh, would be a, something that would be of the most fascination to people listening? Well, I think I think one of the most uh, politically relevant things right now is probably uh, Crater Lake's and, um, um, a potential benchmark for global climate change mm-hmm. because the lake is so pristine and extremely sensitive to change. Um, um, it can act as an early warning barometer for change for other lakes. Mm-hmm. Most of the Great Lakes of the world are, are experiencing impacts from urbanization, agriculture, and industrialization, mm-hmm. um, as well as climate change. But because of Crater Lakes isolation, um, those uh, influences um, really are non-existent, um, which allow us to measure the changes of climate change probably better than um, uh, than elsewhere and apply those lessons more universally. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm curious. Have you ever? Do you know what the pH of the water is in the lake? Yeah, the pH is very close to neutral, just slightly above uh, seven. Just slightly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because it, it's the color is just uh, audience. It's 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 a beautiful, the most beautiful blue you ever saw. And as the water comes closer to the edge of the crater of the lake, it turns powder blue. 
um, that is absolutely the most gorgeous colors you ever saw in your life. And tell us, is there anything else you would like for the world to hear that is, would be exciting for them to learn about the Crater Lake area? Well, I think you're right that Crater Lake is, 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 is beautiful aesthetically. It's certainly one of the most beautiful large lakes in the world. Um, and it's just as inspiring scientifically as it is aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a unique um, ecosystem mm-hmm. and unique characteristics of, uh, of physical, biological, and chemical uh, influences. I think if they, and I'll mention that the audience, you can go to CraterLakeInstitute.com and learn more. And I liked what you said today that you've been, that, that the Crater Lake and lakes like Crater Lake are great, the best, some of the better studies of climate change, of what's going on uh, on our planet with the, I'm going to say the ecosystem, you can correct me. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. And is there one last thing you'd like to say uh, to the world out there? Well, we'd just like to welcome everyone here and let them know that uh, Crater Lake would love to see them visit, whether they're okay. a local in Oregon or someone from Europe, Asia, or anywhere else anywhere in the else world. In the world. Well, thank you, Mark, and thank you for joining us. And tell Greg, I really appreciated all your time today, and Happy New Year to everyone. Happy yes. New Year, too. Yes, thank thank you. you. Goodbye. I wanted you to know that today with the show uh, for 2010 year, that the, uh, the human crusade for all of us, the human mission, should be all of us taking time to get to know who you are, and as I will do with myself. And when we're looking at the planet, we're living together as a family and a planet. We all have our differences. We all have freedoms of peace and justice and integrity and respect and dignities throughout the world. And we have special heroes out there in the world that are doing things to give us that uh, this, uh, integrity and dignity and peace and justice. And as we're learning to live this 2010 year, think about your health and how the influence of you are and how you live and your own choices and lifestyle and your attitude and what it can, you can do to add something to your life and to make a, a, all of this a better place to be and for you. Aging can be fun if you're looking at it like a mold, a pottery mold. You're molding yourself. And what can you do to make a better place for you and to others? I want to thank you for listening today. Earth does have a secret. Embrace your life every moment. Earth is whispering. Never say goodbye. Listen to yourself. Listen to the rhythm. Listen to the music. Turn off the TV. Turn off the computer. And just take time to be peaceful and think. Thank you for listening. Be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.